All right, welcome back to Isolated Mind Podcast. This is episode three. I am Harrison Haynes, and uh, today I'm going to be talking about um, how to recognize when you are in a toxic relationship um, and or friendship. Um, I'm going to have this less focus around my personal experiences and just more focus on the actual um, recognition of it uh, through the personal experiences um, that I have went through, um, just sort of learning how to pick up on the signs and how to not question yourself. Um, you may be thinking like, oh, am I the toxic one? And this isn't just about like romantic relationships. This is also about um, friendships as well, because toxic friendships is something that um, doesn't get recognized enough. It's something that, um, I feel like it's justified way too much. It's like, you know, um, you maybe hang out with a friend or something and then they do some wild shit and then all of a sudden, uh, your, you know, family member or another friend says something about it and you're like, oh, that's just, um, Devin or something. I'm just making a name. Like, that's just Devin. You know, oh, they just do that. You know, that's just who they are. <laughs> and uh, a lot of times you don't realize that this is actually um, having a dramatic impact on your life, um, the things that you're doing. Uh, it can make you feel like your life isn't your own. It can make you feel like you're um, constantly being pulled to certain things that you don't want to do or don't have the energy to do. It can make you feel like you're constantly um, feeling obligated to hang out or to go somewhere you don't want to go or um, be somewhere you don't want to be or do things you don't want to do. Um, This is both true in romantic relationships and romantic friendships. So um, first off, I just want to talk about uh, real quick romantic relationships, Um, how to recognize uh, if you are in one, and also uh, how self-worth has a huge impact on the sort of people that we um, tend to draw into our lives and uh, how we are treated. Um, This isn't meant to say that in some way that because you don't value yourself, um, it is your fault that you are being um, emotionally or physically abused or something like that. It's not that at all. Um, It is the fact that a lot of times we don't see our own self-value or self-worth so when we look for that in other people this tends to draw in people who also have a lack of self-value or self-worth however the way that they gain their self-worth is through um emotionally manipulating or abusing or controlling other people um there's sort of a dynamic there or a link to that um an example would be how um You see, like, a, let's say there's a girl in a relationship, very sweet, very kind, um, very pretty, very loving, um, but she's not happy, and she just has this dude in her life who is just, like, a complete asshole to her, but but everyone loves him, and everyone might not know that she's even really being abused emotionally or or physically. Um, but I want to steer towards more of the emotional side of it, because a lot of times when we're physically abused, um, this can be, you know, um, 
a lot of times when we're physically abused, it's sort of a lot more recognizable. But a lot of times when we're emotionally abused, um, whether it be a friend or a partner, it's a lot harder to recognize and it's a lot harder to explain to other people what it is. So like, because that person will have a way of twisting it and making it sound like what they're saying to you is trying to help you. Um, what they're saying to you is justified because of what you did or said was wrong. Um, this would be an example of uh, gaslighting. Um, gaslighting is, uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard like the word a lot, but there's a, and it, it's very annoying because it, it's good that people are understanding that gaslighting is a thing. However, it's annoying the fact that um, people don't understand the definition of gaslighting. Um, gaslighting is the sort of manipulation tactic that someone would use in order to make the other person think that they are the problem in the situation or that they are completely wrong or stupid or crazy for thinking the way that they do about the situation. So say um, you feel highly uncomfortable, right? Say you, your friend takes you somewhere um, or let's say that your boyfriend, girlfriend, friend does something to you that makes you highly uncomfortable or says something to you that makes you very upset. And you say something about it and they say, well, you're just too sensitive or you point out something that happened in the past, um, but that's completely like justified because you want to talk about it and that they don't want to talk about it. Um, you know, they might say something like, I don't remember that. That didn't happen. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, or you're remembering it wrong. You have a bad memory, remember? You know, things like that. Things that really make you question your own memory, um, your own eyes, <laughs> your own beliefs. Um, things that make you feel as though you're the problem and that there is something wrong with you. And therefore, this can make it very difficult to talk to other people about it because... Um, Usually that person who is doing that to you, who is emotionally abusing you, and I want to point out, this is emotional abuse. Um, it may not seem severe to you, but you never are going to recognize just how much of a terrible impact it is having on you mentally until you're out of that situation, right? And emotional abuse can be the hardest situation to sort of get out of because, Like I said, when we are in those states, when we are in this situation, this sort of um, tornado-like <laughs> circulation just spinning around, spinning around, um, this person likes to take you on a head spin. A lot of times they like to take you, um, they like to talk to you nonstop, not really give you a chance to think. Uh, they might just ask you to do random small things for them, um, just to sort of, uh, you know, make sure they still had that control over you. And a lot of times, what will happen is if you stand up for yourself, if you get defensive, and say you're not ever really going to be able to win that argument. And what I mean by that is, they're not going to let you. 
they're not going to let you have the satisfaction of knowing that you have won that argument <laughs> in a way um, because their egos are usually so small and so damageable that they're going to do everything they can to go straight for the head um, in any argument or just confuse you until you eventually forget about it, right? And a lot of times, a lot of times what this person does is that they will lower your expectations for them. So say they could treat you like complete shit or be extremely rude to you or a lot of times it might not even be necessarily rude or it might not be just like mean. It could just be um, ignoring you. It can be being emotionally distant. It can be something that makes you feel cut off from them. Like, okay, this person was very sweet for me for so long. And yes, usually these people love bomb so much. Um, these people love to love bomb you. Um, they love to sort of, um, surround you, make you feel like you're special, right? Make you feel like that you're the one for them, that you're the best person they have ever laid eyes upon. I'm not just talking about in relationships, like I said, romantically. I mean, friendships, like you're the best friend they ever had, blah, 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 blah. Um, and this can be with guys, girls. Um, I know for my Instagram, uh, my listeners are predominantly male. Um, however, you know, uh, I want this podcast to be able to reach out to as many people as possible. So I'm going to speak with everyone here. Um, when, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. My apologies. <laughs> um, let me take a deep breath. I'm talking fast. That's a good example. A lot of times, um, if you can tell, I have been through this. Um, so a lot of times, it's it takes a little while to regain confidence uh, in your thoughts and in the way you speak, the way you think, act, behave. Um, you can start to feel like a completely different person. Uh, you start, it's almost like this person showed up to your life. Uh, you made them your God because they made you, and they are a jealous God. <laughs> and uh, therefore, you don't even realize how long um, your loyalty has sort of been to that person. Um, and it can completely take away your dignity, any sort of pride um, about yourself, right? Um, and a lot of times these people try and, uh, with friends or romantic relationships, they'll try and um, turn you away from your family or friends in very, very manipulative, um, cunning ways um, by being all nice and getting your whole family to love them, right? But then telling you things like very subtle things that they uh, don't like about that person, right? And it's very condescending and very... Um, they'll say things like how... Um, how come they always say that to you? Or how come this person always um, blames you for this? Or this person's trying to control you, you know? This person's trying to, and it'd be one thing if this person said it about one person in your life. So maybe that person was saying it about 
someone who they are legitimately concerned about in your life. But what will happen is this will be a subtle transgression over everyone in your life. And it'll happen before you even know it, right? Just one by one. And the scary part is if they can't get you to turn away from them, they will get them to turn away from you. And you won't even know it either. Um, Because they only want you to themselves. Um, You're like an object to them, like a like a prized possession. Um, so a lot of times they will treat you very differently um, depending on who you are with in that situation. Um, so say they're around, you're around like a group of, um, say maybe you're around your family, right? And that person is fully aware that your family would be able to recognize what they're doing. Um, They may be very sweet, very, um, like a completely different person, like the person they acted like when you first met them, correct? Um, So that way, if you ever try to talk to your family about it, your family's going to be like, what? No, they're they're so great, right? And so then that makes you feel isolated from your family that makes you feel like um oh then yeah it must be me because my family thinks this about them but that's not them it was a facade it was a mask um and around some people like especially if you're around all of their friends right um you're going to be condescending heavily you're going to feel like um that you are the weakest link in that group right and they will make you feel like that um because through their uh, literal bullying of you, um, which is usually pretty subtle, but not subtle at all, um, it exalts them in that group. It makes them feel powerful. And it almost makes, gives them this sense of everyone around them that, hey, this could be you, this person I'm treating like this. Um, and that can definitely make you feel small. Uh, make you feel worthless because you don't really want that confrontation, right? And so a lot of times, this can especially happen to people who do have a lower sense of self-worth as far as, um, or are more insecure in themselves um, or in their abilities and uh, their social abilities, um, which is very fucked up. Uh it is extremely messed up. It, it's sort of like a predator and prey deal. Um, but not to say that you are the prey in any way. It's to say that <laughs> they see you as the prey. Right? It doesn't even have to be like that. They made the decision to be the predator and make you their prey. And you just thought you were making a friend or that you had found someone you really liked or loved. So, this definitely manifests somewhat differently in men and women. So, let's say that, let's, let's say something that definitely doesn't get talked about enough, right? Two guy best friends, okay? You don't really hear much about how, this is saying like, um, oh, men are more, <laughs> men's mental health is less talked about, like, That's a whole different story or topic. I'm not even going to get into that. However, 
as far as friendships goes along, you're, you don't hear too much about, okay, men are uh, two guys' best friends and one of them just being an extremely controlling, terrible person who is uh, emotionally abusing the other guy in the friendship. Um, because a lot of times it's not extremely common, but it does happen. And that's what makes it so un- unrecognizable and so hard to get out of. That can definitely be, be one of the hardest situ- situations to get out of. Because, like, what are you, a pussy? You see what I mean? That's exactly what I mean. Um, so, and guys definitely are more likely to physically abuse as well. So that person can make you feel threatened or intimidated. Um, so with this, a lot of the manifestations uh, in men who are more emotionally abusive, whether to their friends or partners, um, let's just say you're their friend. Let's say you're in a group hanging out, right? You're with this guy who you think is like your bro, okay? And all of a sudden, um, you're just in the car riding together and you realize it gets completely different from when y'all hang out just with by yourselves, right? When y'all just hang out by yourselves, y'all are cool, y'all chat it up, everything's cool, um, even though he probably overtakes majority of the conversations. Um, <laughs> you don't really recognize that because it's just y'all two, so you, you don't really have anything else to go off of. Uh, maybe you don't have, maybe you don't have a lot of friends. Maybe this guy is like your best friend. Um, not to like put anyone down. I'm just saying like that is a lot of times what happens. Um, so, but you realize in that you don't feel like you can say anything like in the car riding anywhere. You feel like you're stupid and you feel like you just get insulted when you open your mouth. Uh, you, you feel it as it is very clear that, um, you are, the outcast in this um, group, correct? And th- don't think that this is something that is in your head. That's one of the main things. A lot of times with emotional abuse, um, we think that this is something that is in our heads. It is not. It is something that, it is your intuition. It is saying that, hey, um, this person is a dickhead. And you need to either call them out or run. And this can be especially hard, you know, if um, this can be especially hard. If you go to the same school or something, you don't know how to avoid them. You don't want to say anything. So a lot of times you might create an excuse, you know, say like my mom won't let me hang out with you or something like that, you know. Um, So with... That sort of deal, right? Say you're a guy and you have a really shitty friend, a guy friend. Um, The best thing I can say for that is, depending on the level of, um, I guess, emotional bullying or abuse that you're going through, um, understand, first of all, it is bullying. It is hard it's harder to recognize, but it's also way worse because at least when a lot of like bullies, um, they make it known that they don't like you or that they're not your friend, right? This is a lot more sinister because they make it 
they make you feel like that you are their best friend. However, you know it's pretty obvious that they're talking shit about you to everyone and all that. Um, so with that, you don't have to do anything crazy, anything that you're uncomfortable with. You don't got to walk up in the middle of the halls and be like, hey, Devin, fuck you, and just punch him in the face or something. Um, you can just simply find small steps to take to distance yourself from that person. Because I promise you, eventually they will get bored and move on. However, if this person is actually very reliant on you, um, because a lot of times these people can be sociopathic or narcissistic, and so they kind of need you to feel that validation for them. Um, and in that case, the best thing to do is, yeah, just avoid them at all costs. Um, you're never going to get through to them. Um, those kind of people, like, can't change. All right, let me uh, <laughs> get a sip of water real quick. One second. And vape, which I'm trying to quit vaping. Um, Having a podcast episode in a minute, so. <laughs> All right. So, where was I? Yeah, the um, guy best friends. So, um, yeah, if it is someone who is sociopathic or narcissistic, um, that is a completely different story. Um, a lot of times, they try to control and dominate groups, and I'm not going to say they're easier to recognize. It can be hard to recognize, but if you realize that that is what is going on, that this person is sociopathic or narcissistic, don't try and convince anyone else. You're probably not going to be able to, especially if you're in high school. Um, a lot of times we're just not really taught about these t- kinds of people, which is highly unfortunate. Um, but these people have no empathy. Um, they have complete disregard for you. If you were to get run over by a bus, they wouldn't care. That's not an exaggeration. Um, so just understand that. Understand, like, if you're scared to be a dick, if they, like, try and talk to you or something, um, they have no problem being a dick to you. Um, there is no really turning the other cheek with these people. It's more of just asserting yourself and um, also just getting the hell away. Um, and if it gets bad enough, you know, maybe talk to a counselor or something about like, or your teacher or something about like switching. One that you trust, not one that's going to like try and confront them and be all, you know, the hero or something. Uh, but just about like, you know, switching seats, uh, switching classes, if it's that bad. Um, if it's not, um, depending on who you're dealing with, like say this person is uh, has more popularity or something, um, a lot of times that could be easier um, because uh, it'd be a lot easier to get away. But let's say this person's not so popular, and so this person really does just kind of depend on you um, to be their fake little trophy thing even though they don't really have any friends themselves, um, that can be a lot harder. So uh, the best thing (laughs) for you to do in that scenario is to do any means necessary if it is that that damaging. Um, I personally switch schools. (laughs) 
Uh, I talked more on that subject in the last episode. There was a lot more that was involved in that. Um, however, uh, I'm not telling you go and switch schools or something. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't educated on how to deal with these kinds of people. Um, but seriously, assert yourself when they talk to you. Let them know that you know exactly what they're doing. Um, look them in the eye. Tell them that you know they don't give a shit about you. And you don't have to tell them that like hurt your feelings or something. They don't care. Um, but tell them that, like, no, I'm not going to hang out with you because I know what you're doing. I know we're not friends. I know blah, 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 blah. And they're going to try and play dumb, try and play. They're going to try everything they can differently. Um, if they're narcissistic, they're not going to really, you don't have to worry about any sort of physical hurt most of the time or anything like that. They're not going to, they're just going to have their little egos damaged and blah, 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 blah. Um, if they're more sociopathic, that's when it can definitely be a bit more dangerous. Um, and I will tell you then, uh, that's what I mean with like that any means necessary. Um, we'll get back to that. But if this person is not narcissistic or sociopathic, um, if this person is just an asshole, uh, to put it simply, um, that's when, yeah, it's a lot easier um, for you to get out of that, you can just talk to them like a human being, um, and so therefore, and I know this can be very hard, um, because a lot of times we don't have confidence in ourselves, we don't feel like, we feel like, uh, they're gonna, like, laugh at us or make fun of us if we confront them, but the fact that they would do that is a strong indicator that, (laughs) um, you don't have to worry about losing any sort of friendship with them. Um, you don't need to be. That is extremely damaging for you. And you need to be around people who um, make you feel valued in that friendship. Now, I'm not saying go and look to other people for value. It, it's very important to find value in yourself first. I'm saying that you need to be around other people that make you feel like they actually want to be your friend, right? So that's all I got to say for that. Um, as far as relationships go, um, or, oh yeah, before I get on that, a guy and a girl best friend. Now this, this is a, this is an interesting one um, because a lot of times what will happen is, um, you know, the whole friendship friend zone thing, right? You hear that about that all the time. Um, and a lot of times, this isn't um, at fault of the uh, girl in the situation because a lot of times understand that if you are a guy and think that um, being that girl's friend um, or being there for her uh, or holding the door open is somehow going to make her love you. Um, <laughs> definitely reevaluate that. Um, it's important you know your intentions. Like if you're a guy and you have a girl best friend and she sees you as her guy best friend. Okay. You can point fingers at her all you want and say things like, um, why would she be with him? Um, and not with me. I'm so nice to her and everything. Because it's not really authentic. Um, it's not really your true intention. You want to be with her. 
Um, you would probably have sets with the right thing in there. <laughs> um, and she probably feels that. She probably knows that. And so a lot of times that's... So it's definitely not healthy for you if that is the case. But a lot of times it's not that impure of intention. A lot of times you just really like that girl and a lot of times you just want... Um, you want to believe that there is a chance, right? Um, and so you're a friend and you can't really... Um, you know, pull yourself away from it, even if it's not healthy for you, because you just like her that much, right? So don't feel like, you know, you're just some weirdo fedora-wearing, I don't know. <laughs> um, with, But with these situations, sometimes um, the girl in the situation can know exactly what she's doing. Um, sometimes uh, this girl might... Uh, be controlling you, um, making you think that you have a chance because she likes the attention that you are giving her. Um, and when you recognize that, <laughs> um, this is definitely very a very messed up part on her end um, because she might make you think you have a chance. And every time you try to pull away and you recognize that she might just be using you for attention or for some sort of validation. Um, and keep in mind, this isn't something saying that uh, women just use guys for attention. But obviously, if there is a woman, <laughs> um, someone of the woman gender, um, who is fully capable of doing this as much as a guy is. So, all that political bullshit song. Anyways... Um, I just, hey, I feel like I have to go off on that little side tangent and be like, sorry, women, all women are not, you know, you, you get my point. <laughs> uh, it's hard to just talk about that with just sounding like a complete dickhead. But if you feel like that, that, um, girl, woman is using you for attention or validation and you try to pull away, a lot of times they will start flirting and make you feel like that. Oh, um, maybe I do have a chance. Maybe I should stick with this. And then once they kind of have you back in their grasp, um, you know, they can start going off flirting with other dudes. Um, they might have sex with someone else. And sometimes they might even just be as evil as to like tell you about it. And even if they know, now if they don't know that you like them, um, because sometimes, um, a female might be naive to the fact that, uh, you are... <laughs> just their best friend and don't like them. Um, and this isn't really a fault of anyone else. This is just such a common scenario you hear about all the time. Um, so if you recognize that, right? Um, the easiest thing to do, that's a, a lot easier of a situation to get out of. Um, you can literally just block them, you know, like, because they're not going to go the extreme distance. Because they're doing this to other guys too. Don't think that like they're just doing this to you. So they'll find someone else if they eventually lose complete control of you, right? Um, so definitely 
understand, accept the fact that they are doing this to you. Um, and it can hurt. It can be, it can be very hurtful. Um, but also understand that this might not always be the case if you are a guy and you do have like a girl best friend or something and, but you like her and she, um, doesn't like you back, but you think there might be a chance. Don't just assume immediately that she is just using you or something. That's just no. Um, but it is important to express your true feelings, um, with that person as hard as it can be. Because you might be scared of the rejection, and you might feel like that eventually, um, you know, if you just stay friends long enough, blah, 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 blah. But it's a lot better for both people involved if you speak the truth um, to that girl and say your true intentions or how you feel. And if you get rejected, definitely depending on their reaction will definitely tell, you know, the kind of person they are. But also depending on how you react to said rejection will tell the kind of person that you are. So, um, if they reject you, okay, say, if you still want to be their friend, go right ahead. But if you feel like that, uh, you would still be doing the exact same thing, just waiting, um, on them, it would just be best for you to just tell them, hey, I'm sorry, um, I do really like you as a friend as well. Like, I think you're great. Um, however, I like you and therefore I feel like us just, or me just, you know, trying to have a close friendship would be really hurtful to me. Um, it would just, um, it's not your fault. It's just something that, um, I wouldn't be able to (laughs) handle, uh, mentally or it's something that, uh, also, I feel like would be unfair to you because if that's my true intention, I don't want you to feel like I'm just some guy who's just going to be there always and has no intention of wanting to be with you. So that's the best way to handle that situation. Um, but going back to the ones where uh, if the girl is just like more sociopathic or is trying to sort of assert control, um, a lot of times just... Um, Definitely assert yourself in that situation because um not saying that a female isn't capable of like physical abuse but um or that you're in some way stronger like mentally or something, but if you recognize this, like stand up for yourself. Like tell her, Hey, that's fucked up. I don't wanna hear about you sleeping with these other dudes. Um and then they're like, why? You're my best friend, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, you know, I like you. And I say, like, oh, what? Blah, blah, blah. That situation depends on how you want to handle it. I can't really tell you how to handle that situation. Um, that situation is definitely more about you know that person. I don't. So how you feel would be the best way to go about that situation. Yeah, but don't. Have more value for yourself than that, man. I'm speaking, bro to bro. Have more value for yourself than that. Um, There are other girls who would love to be with you, right? Um, Even if it doesn't feel like it, there are. I promise you. You probably just haven't opened your eyes to it. 
because you've been stuck on this one who is trying or who has just basically been using you for personal validation. Um, but recognize that there's also probably a reason within yourself that you are staying hung up on this um, person, this girl that um, wants nothing to do with you. But <laughs> um, you are sort of ignoring girls that do want something to do with you. And maybe it has to do with attractiveness or something. I don't know. Um, that's a whole different thing. But, uh, like, understand that if there are maybe, say that there's another girl who finds you attractive or who likes you, maybe you don't find her very attractive and so you're just kind of ignoring her and going after this one, you know, girl. You're kind of doing the same thing to that girl. And not to say that you have to be with her just because, you know, like you feel bad and all of a sudden. No, it's just that um, if you really do want to be with someone, um, let it flow naturally, you know? Um, you don't have to go out searching. You don't have to wait for someone to come to you. Just sort of let it flow. Um, don't chase. Don't think you have to be chased. It's not that deep. <laughs> um, just sort of live your life, hang out with your friends, your actual friends, um, and I promise you, eventually the right person will come. Um, it's just law. So, anyways, uh, that was a longer little tangent than I wanted it to be, but I felt like a lot of people probably needed to hear that. Um, so, going back to the whole uh, emotional abuse or toxic, because the whole thing about this is more toxic. It, I keep using the word abuse. Um, there can definitely be a difference between toxic and abusive. Toxic can sometimes work on both sides. Maybe both people are not abusive. However, they're living in this sort of push and pull dynamic. This sort of, um, um, this, both of them have low self-esteem or both of them are overconfident. <laughs> and, um, but as far as the both, say two people got together who both have low self-esteem, and they didn't really value themselves too much, and so they looked to each other for that, right? This is going to create a push and pull. And what I mean by that is, this is going to create, both people are going to search for validation by getting the other one to reassure them that they love them, right? And once they feel reassured, then they're going to get comfortable, Right? You're going to get comfortable and you're going to feel like, oh, okay, so they do love me. Well, that's cool. And you're going to naturally stop stop giving as much attention, stop giving as much love. And so, therefore, <laughs> that's going to be you pulling away. Because now you just feel loved, right? Or you feel like you're loved. So, when you do that, that person's going to try and push their way back in. Or pull you back in. Because they need to feel like, well, they're loved too. They need to be reassured. And so that's just going to push you away when they're trying to pull you. They're just going to keep pushing you away, right? But then all of a sudden, you start to notice they pull away. And so then, you try to pull them back towards you when they push away. 
because you need to have that reassured love again. And this is a very, very unhealthy cycle. Um, this is another form of toxic. Um, and But understand that a lot of times this sort of push and pull, um, even though it's unhealthy, this doesn't always mean that you just have to like end the relationship. This can sometimes work itself out through communication and through understanding if you do actually love each other, right? Um, whether or not if you were just looking for, you know, reassurance or something, a lot of times you did form a bond and you do love each other. And this can be fixed simply through communication and actually expressing how you feel. Because a lot of times in these type of relationships, both of the people are very nice, um, very sweet people. And so no one really wants to express how they truly feel to avoid the hurt in the other person's feelings. Um, but a lot of times when we do express how we truly feel, it's going to hurt the other person's feelings. We can't control it. But I promise you, it is a lot better to express how you feel then than later on it coming out and just blowing everything up. Because I promise you, it will come out. And it's going to hurt a lot more than if you just communicated in that moment. So, if you feel like you're in a relationship right now, um, to sort of recap all of this, because I don't know, I may have forgotten something. Um, I wanted to go through all the different types of relationships and, um, you know, like um, girl and girlfriend chips. Um, and obviously, you know, girl and guy, or girl and girl relationships, guy and guy relationships, but I am, um, I am heterosexual, (laughs) so I don't really want to, uh, sort of speak on, um, the type of relationship that I've had no experience with, um, and pretend to really, like, understand that I, I know what that's like, um, So, but I could imagine it's pretty much the same way as far as the emotional and physical. Um, It's just that I don't want to uh, try and, you know, uh, speak for a certain... um, I don't want to speak for gay people, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... Trying to make sure I cover it all. Guy and girl, friendship, relationship. Um, oh yeah, but usually with like um, female friendships, um, most of us know a lot of times those. Um, I am also not a female, uh, therefore I cannot speak for female and female friendships. Um, I do not have an experience with a female and female friendship. I can tell every experience I have with a guy and girl or a male and female friendship or relationship or a male and male friendship, um, but I cannot speak on that. Uh, So if you, um, but if you are a female listening to this podcast, um, understand that everything I said about the um, male uh, parts of the emotional abuse or the male parts of the, uh, you know, friendship, because also with a male and female friendship, it might be a male who is actually controlling you and you might really want to be with him. And he is, um, 
just sort of using you and making you feel terrible about yourself and understand that all of that still applies to you too. Pretty much everything I spoke about um, applies to every type of person. Um, These are situations that can happen to anyone. So understand that and understand also that these people, um, even if they may seem scary or may seem evil, um, they may do evil things. They may do things that are terrible. Understand that they're not so big and scary when you realize that they are people, that they have no power over you. Not to say you have any more power over them, but that doesn't mean they have any power over you. They are on the same level. They just want to make you believe that they have power, but they do not. So once you sort of stoop them back down, take them off the little tower that they have themselves on, um, take them off their little pedestal that they have sort of placed for themselves back to your level, what they would think is peasant level, (laughs) Um, you will see the kind of person they truly are. I promise you. Once that mask is off, it's off. And you will see through their facade and see the person that you've been um, entrusting your friendship or your feelings with all the time. So that's pretty much going to wrap up this. Um, This one felt a little bit different from the past couple episodes because this one's more interpersonal. Yeah, interpersonal. Um, this one's something that um, can definitely be frustrating from people from the third person point of view because maybe your family and friends are telling you you need to get away from that person, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times this can actually just not help at all. This can tell us or make us feel like, um, feel pressured to do something. And then now that we're being told to do it, we don't want to do it. And we don't want to be told I told you so, I told you that person was blah, 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 and I get that, it's annoying, but understand that usually, um, if it's your family or actual friends telling you that, they just want the best for you, Um, even if they're not expressing it in a very good way or a very, um, in the way that you would want them to express it, um, they do care about you, and that person that they are telling you about more than likely does not care about you at all. So yeah, that's it. Um, Thank you for listening to episode three of Isolated Mind, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.